0: Welcome to another episode of the Terry and Frank show. If you've been tuning in, you know we've been covering unproductive personality types in the workplace. Uh, Last week, we did the low EQ coworker, plenty of them around. Uh, In this, we said, we promised you we'd be talking about the in-crowd leader. We're gonna be talking today about just in-crowds, what they're like in the workplace, what to do if you encounter one. Uh, We've all seen them and you know Terry and I were chatting a little bit about this right before the episode so we'll just get right into it uh hey Terry why don't you uh fire it off
1: yeah so this in crowd it's really about excluding people for whatever reason this isn't necessarily a race thing you know or gender bias it, it most certainly is not just that sometimes it could be that but A lot of times you just find people that have gained influence. It's because they've been with the company for a while. They've learned a lot about people. Some things good, some things not so good, Uh (laughs) but they have kind of this Rolodex of information that they can pull from. And you get people that form these cliques in companies and they have influence and power in decision-making and they may Uh or may not be a leader. They may just be well connected. It may be somebody that has great relationships with maybe not their current manager, but the, their manager's manager, mm-hmm. or they may have just been around long enough that they have developed relationships across the entire company. So um, the click can't. It's not necessarily just a bad thing all the time, mm-hmm. but sometimes when you get these clicks that of people that are making decisions about everything, and they're really ex- starting to exclude people, or mm-hmm. they're trying to hoard benefits for themselves so they get extra bonuses, or you know they get the extra perks that maybe everybody else doesn't even know exists or doesn't have access to. That's when things start to get a little bit tricky, when things are not as good as they could be for the entire group. And it causes that friction because people feel left out. They um, want to be included.
0: Lack of inclusion is always a problem. I do think that the in-crowd phenomenon because of the whole diversity, equity, inclusion, some of this has gone a little bit more underground. Uh, It was much more out in the open in your face years ago. Uh, and you always had these gossipy clicks, you know, people hung together for gossip. You had some leaders that love to have that power and control that came with having this clique of followers. And those were often difficult to break into. Yeah. Um, and, you know, a lot of sometimes clicks, you know, they form and they can be good. You know, they could uh, help move things along, long as they're not being purposely uninclusive, you know, people right. can get together because they have common interests. Uh, and it could be a good thing and yeah. you can certainly help those people and you know perhaps you know they'll let you in or help you in return and say hey so and so's good
1: Leave right them. right yeah these um, you know sometimes it gives you that feeling of this is sixth grade all over again where yeah. you know the clique has formed and you're not in the in, cr- in crowd you're not in the group And so everything that the group leader does is considered cool and everybody else is just not cool. You are, you know, that behavior, whatever it is, you know, eating lunch in the cafeteria, that's not what the cool kids do or the cool kids don't ride the bus and that kind of thing. You know, it's funny that that still happens in workplace. Adult
0: versions. Yeah, Yeah,
1: there are absolutely adult versions of that where people just kind of get excluded because the in-crowd leader or the in-crowd person, you know, that may not necessarily be a leader, but that person with the influence has said or deemed that something is not cool or something is, you know, this is what we do and nobody else has access to do it. So we get some kind of exclusivity that other people don't have.
0: Like uh, when there's tickets around for sporting events and stuff, you find right. certain people always get them or they're invited right. to the holiday party at the, you know, leader's house or the big Jesus house, whatever the case right. may be. And you'll notice certain favorites get this stuff.
1: Yeah. And that's Yeah. All ever. these exclusive activities that, you know, yeah. the average person doesn't even know is happening. You know, they didn't even know that there was a party at the boss's house. But somehow this group of people get invited and they get included and they get, you know, the extra special gifts.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, although people aren't really working in the office, you know, used to be they were going out to drinks, you know, certain people Mm -hmm. always be invited and certain people are never invited. Um, You know, and the lesson is to be inclusive. Right. Not be part of an in crowd or encourage the formation of an in crowd to really, You know, be that toxic handler that maybe reaches out to people who aren't in the in crowd to make them feel better. I mean, that's a good thing
1: to do. Right. You want people, everybody on the team should feel like they're part of the team, an equal part of the team. Now, that's not to say that there won't be leaders or people that are part of a management team or a leadership team and you guys come together. And decide things for the group. We're not talking about that kind of leadership. That is definitely required. But you can't have a team that's full of clicks where people now are not able to work together. They can't function as a whole group in a productive way because of all the clicks. And this one doesn't like that one. And this one doesn't talk to that one. You know, it just really creates a very toxic work environment.
0: When it's you start corrosive. to
1: have um, people feel like their actual work performance doesn't matter anymore because the, all of the benefits and all of the perks are going to go to the people in the clique. So it doesn't really matter what I do.
0: All these socially corrosive behaviors that you see happening, that really destroy the fabric of the workplace if they're allowed to. Right. I mean, leaders should be tuned in and really be setting the example that this is an inclusive workplace. So Right. If you're going to say you're running an inclusive workplace, you better be inclusive. You can't be the in-crowd leader. If you're going to say this is a workplace where we trust one another, then you better be transparent and open about what's happening.
1: Right. You have to lead in that. Right. You have aspect. to lead by example. It can't just be something that you say, because people are going to look to see what you're doing, and they're going to follow what you're doing. A lot of that um, negative behavior can be attributed sometimes to the leadership in how that leader is leading, you know, the leader has to take ownership of the culture in the company and on their teams specifically. So if I'm a leader, I have to look at my team and how I'm setting examples for them to be inclusive. Um, One of the things that I've loved about some of the managers I've had is they would actually sit down at the lunch table with you and oh, yeah. just have a conversation, you know, just getting to know you I as a person. I always do
0: that. I walk into the cafeteria with somebody in my division.
1: I noticed them. I'd come over and join them. Yeah. And they, they yeah. It. it really makes a difference. And it's such a, a small thing that doesn't cost anything mm-hmm. at all, but it's a great way for a manager to show people, you know, Hey, I really do care about you as a person. Yeah, yeah. You don't character. have to be in the crowd for me to care.
0: That's exactly right. It's lead by example. I always say that culture is a leadership mirror. It's your reflection. If you don't like right. your culture, guess what? It's your reflection, you're doing it. Right. You have to change it.
1: Right, that's a great analogy. Great way to look at it and a great way to take ownership, right? So it's easy to point the finger at somebody else and say, you know, it's all their fault. The culture is bad in this organization because of someone else. But when you start to look in the mirror and take ownership of your part of it, you know what have I done to contribute to this?
0: Yeah, and they're natural (laughs) as a result of, let's say acquisitions, mergers. And as a leader, you should be on the lookout for these and try to integrate the people and break down those walls. When there's reorgs and groups are merged together, there's just natural clicks that already exist. So you wanna really work to make sure everybody's included. You break down those walls and silos, get people really talking to one another set up you know, social things, whether it's online or something to bring people together, introduce everybody, go out of your way to make the place inclusive.
1: Right. People want to be included um, it, mm-hmm. and it's just a natural thing where people want to feel like they belong to something. And so you make some great points about ways that managers can do that in being inclusive and inviting everybody invite everybody to the party invite everybody to you know the conversation it you may not have something in common with every single person but you have something that you can bring everybody together with and that's by including everybody
0: oh yeah and, and you if never you have know. a click if you see a click going on to just set up a meeting online where everybody's together to say I like when everybody's together and we're all included. I don't believe in clicks. You don't even have to point them out. Right. You could
1: just say it, they all know. Right. And by the way that you're leading and not having clicks will also show, you know, hey, this is not the way we want our team to be. Everybody wants to be a part of this team and feel like they belong. And so having those smaller groups that are really controlling things and making all the decisions and leaving people out on purpose. It's just really not cool. And so yeah. as a leader, you have to call that for what it is.
0: As a leader, you have an obligation to make sure people are included.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Right.
0: You're paying these people. You've got to, you've got to make sure they're included and motivated and able to give their best part of it right. is being included, making sure there aren't clicks operating. So these in crowds are, you know, generally they're destructive, you know, they could be good if they're inclusive and it's just a group of people who are close and work well together. That's not quite an in-crowd then. That's just a group of really good collaborative coworkers. But when you get to the in-crowd, generally it's got negative implications.
1: Right, right. And you wanna try um, to maybe build a bond with one or two people that are in the Mm in-crowd. You may never get invited into the inner circle depending on, you know, how tight the clique is, you may mm-hmm. never become part of it. And I don't even know that you really want to become part of it. But just as a way, a coping mechanism to deal with that kind of an environment, if that's the kind of workplace that you find yourself in, mm-hmm. a way to do that is, or to be able to stay there is to really build some relationship with some of the people that are in the group.
0: Yeah. And so
1: they may never let you in, but at least they will validate who you are and say you you can find ways
0: to help certain members right who need help with things you may be able to help certain members and then even though if you're not in it they're like hey so and so's, they're cool they're good
1: right this is a good person this is a good helpful person and so um, you know you may take it that way but then in some ways sometimes the environment is just so toxic from that in crowd group that you really do have to consider is this the right place for me Correct. You know, it sometimes it's just not worth it to stay there because no matter what you do, you're never going to get ahead. You're never going to feel like you're being recognized for the work that you're doing because the in crowd is really controlling everything, and that's when you really do have to have a hard conversation with yourself and say, you know, is this for me? Is this it the is right?
0: What's it for me in this company that this is allowed to go on?
1: Right. Right, and you can always have conversations that are, you know, open and transparent conversations with your leadership when you feel like that. <laughs> if you feel like you can, so the sad part is sometimes you don't even feel like you can have that conversation with your manager.
0: Unfortunately, because
1: your manager has created this the type of proud leader. Right, exactly. It's his Uh oh. Yeah. It's his in crowd. So in that case, you really just have to decide what's good for you and do what's good for you.
0: Yeah, transfer to another part of the company if you can. Uh, Maybe you have to leave, who knows. Yeah. Certainly while you're there, be inclusive yourself. Right. You know, do your best to make friends with the people. Don't go around badmouthing people. Don't become part of a problem. And, uh, you know, then decide whether it's the right place for you. If that's a culture that they have in the company and the leaders are okay with it, then maybe you need to consider what
1: your next step is gonna be. That's right, that's right.
0: So anything else, Tara? I think we got to cover it covered here pretty well, right?
1: Yeah, I think so too. Um, people are, they want to feel like they're part of something big uh-huh. and something great. And in crowds can really derail that. So you have to be careful with creating these groups of influencers, um, mm-hmm. people that have all the power and authority you really have to be careful with that to make sure that people aren't being excluded for whatever reason.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, we didn't talk about what next week's episode is going to be. We normally do at the beginning. What do you want to yeah. cover next week?
1: So what do you think about the ticking time bomb person? Yeah,
0: let's do that. That's a good one. We've yeah. all worked with them.
1: Yeah, we've all been in those environments where you got that explosive co-worker that comes in and throws a bomb in the middle of the office and everybody's just kind of bracing for cover. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. And sometimes yeah. normal people turn into those ticking time bombs because of stuff right. going on in their life, right?
1: Right, that's right. Yeah,
0: so good. So next week, the ticking time bomb. Time bomb. Yeah, so yes. unproductive. There's so many of these personality types. Yeah.
1: We hope you guys are enjoying these. Um, we'd love to hear some feedback on what we comments. Yeah. Leave some comments, um, subscribe to our channel and actually click the notification bell so that you'll know when we're posting content, we are trying to put something out here every week, but make sure you get the notification. So you'll see it.
0: That's right. Yeah. Let us know who you are. Comment. If there's a particular personality type you want to hear about, let us know. Right. Yeah.
1: Give us some suggestions. We'll definitely take those.
0: Fortunately or unfortunately, we've worked with all of them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Tara, have a good one. All next right, day. you too. Arrivederci. Right. Bye. Bye-bye.